Hi, welcome to Viral Culture. We're all spending our days inside at the moment, and what's amazing is how much stuff there is to see and do online. So many creators and organizations are releasing their material for free, or very cheaply, to help us stay sane in the lockdown. It is easy to be overwhelmed or to feel you're missing out on the good stuff. So we'll be finding all the best things out there and reporting back. I'm Anne Frankenstein. And I'm Nick Howard. And I would say that is not quite how I feel at the moment. My feeling is that I should be listening, absorbing, consuming more. I feel like I'm somehow wasting the lockdown. Does that make sense? Are you wasting it? (laughs) I feel that I'm consuming like ordinary stuff. So I've been going Uh through like old movies and things like this, like things to catch up there. Um, Audiobooks, podcasts, which I haven't listened to in a while or that have been waiting for me. Things that I probably should be doing anyway. I'm not bringing in anything extra. You know what I mean? I do. I feel the complete opposite. I've sort of been making a mental list for the past 10 years as I notice interesting stuff going online. Oh, I must revisit that at some stage. And now it's just all coming back to me and like a finger click. Uh, so I'm happy to have uh, to have compiled this list that I can go through and hopefully share with listeners as well. I feel like I'm having a very productive time. Okay, give me something. Give me something that I'm missing out on. Okay, so one of the first things is um, the archive of music from Trunk Records. Trunk Records uh, is an independent UK label run by a legendary DJ and radio presenter called Johnny Trunk. He's essentially a a committed retrophile who for years has been putting out these records and um, putting out old videos on YouTube, sort of retro ads that have been forgotten, really weird old library music and TV themes. And uh, essentially, he's uh, put a lot of his discoveries up on his Bandcamp page recently. So there's all kinds of weird stuff there. There's like outsider music. Uh, there's a uh, BBC radiophonic workshop stuff. There's uh, TV themes. There's film themes. It's trunkrecords.bandcamp.com to check that out. His YouTube page is also amazing. He's recently put up some uh, really weird old shell cartoons from the 60s and uh, these really creepy ads for uh, Rose Lime Cordial. I mean, perhaps <laughs> that's not something you'd be considering a constructive way to be spending our off time but to me that is solid gold time wasting material for sure i've actually so i i dug through the british film institute archive so i mean they have a paid um subscription but i i have yet to dip my toe into that because there is a lot of stuff that is available free and a lot of it is those kind of old forgotten bits of footage or old public information campaigns there's 20 mm-hmm. minutes on like how to use a telephone um and uh, i found three minutes so of some leicester based um uh push bike stunt man from the 70s <laughs> who's just so understated um about how he basically just couldn't afford a motorbike and it's him jumping over very low stakes fire and things like this so (laughs) i like i was watching it and i don't really know why um and i guess like is uh, there is kind of a um like it calls out to you a little bit just this this older stuff that's a different world you know well, to me, watching that stuff and listening to that kind of stuff is just as valuable as reading a big historical tome, you know. Mm. It feels like recent history, but it just helps to put everything in context a little bit. And it's also wildly entertaining and uh, often hilarious as well. 
Okay, so I have, what have I been doing this week? I watched on BBC iPlayer, The Lady Vanishes, Alfred Hitchcock um, from mm. the 30s. Um, again, this is a, a lost world, but um, black and white film, uh, this little old lady um, traveling on a train, this long train journey through Europe, and she disappears from the train. Uh, a young woman who she was uh, speaking to basically has a nap, wakes up, and she's the only one who believes this little old lady ever existed. And it's, you know, mm. classic Hitchcock, the conspiracy, the paranoia, on this long just what we need right now for sure yeah I mean you know the timing is perfect um but uh, you know I could have watched this at any time but I suppose that I mean I love a Hitchcock film and yet I probably wouldn't have made the time for this a couple of weeks ago because you know there's there's so much else to see and watch would that would you seek out that do you reckon uh, as in that specific Hitchcock film. I mean, now that you've described it to me, I do want to seek it out because I haven't, I, I've, I've only seen a couple from the Hitchcock repertoire and I feel like I need to remedy that. But, you know, speaking of films that are appropriate for the context we're living in now, there's an amazing documentary which you can actually find on YouTube called Deep Water. And I know that they're making a feature film about the story with Colin Firth in it, which I hope doesn't, you know, d- destroy the whole sentiment of the documentary. I won't set it up too much because um, I don't want to ruin it, but essentially it's about this amateur sailor who basically uh, decides to enter this boat race to race around the world against uh, a load of professional sailors. This is in the 60s. The stakes are extremely high and uh, basically he decides to do this boat race with no real experience and the consequences are just... I remember it's just this, an emotional rollercoaster. Yeah, I remember this true story. I mean, I've read this. I, I can remember little flashes of it, you know. Mm. Uh, I would be interested to seek that out. I like how the, uh, the, the claustrophobic element of uh, being, you know, stuck at sea in a tiny little cabin with only your own thoughts for company that lends itself quite well to the times we're living through at the moment. Do you feel that you are in your house? Does that feel like a little boat uh, alone on the sea? <laughs> I'm enjoying my new life, I have to be honest. But uh, but I'm not alone because um, my boyfriend is here with me. So I guess it. Uh, I'm probably not not feeling as isolated and claustrophobic as as I as I would like to. I have I have a. <laughs> I have too much company. Ah, <laughs> oh, typical. Um, okay, yeah. so uh, another recommendation for you. Do you know mm-hmm. the actor Lavar Burson? No. Okay, so LeVar Burton, uh, an American actor and director. He's most well-known, I suspect, for playing Geordie LaForge in Star Trek. Um, But probably in the States, apart from that, outside of acting, he is most well-known for a series on PBS, public service television, called Reading Rainbow, where he would read stories to children. And his career has sort of interwoven with storytelling and narrative and and writing. He's an author as well. He online now has a podcast where he reads short stories. And in my opinion, he has a beautiful voice. He's worth listening to anyway. The stories are between 30 and 45 minutes long. So it's not a huge investment of time. But rather than just being another actor reading stories, because I think that's fairly common... Burton is somebody who is enthusiastic about the medium of the short story, right? 
um, the sort of the puzzle box aspect, the short story, the variety of it, the idea that it is a self-contained puzzle that can take you anywhere. It's a road without a fixed destination when you start. Mm. As well as the storytelling aspect, um, they're very nicely produced. There is a soundscape aspect. There's music behind it, sound effects subtly um, placed. So there is a little depth without turning it into a full radio play. The last story that I listened to was The Lighthouse Keeper by Daisy Johnson. Um, An odd story of a solitary woman living alone by the sea, keeping her lighthouse Mm -hmm. and her thoughts and feelings, some of the the, the weird things that um, happened to her. Personally, I like having a story read to me or indeed to read a story to someone else. It makes me feel like I'm in that little boat uh, alone on the sea. That feeling of solitude I like to capture. So, yes, that is my recommendation to you. Mm. I, I totally agree with you on the um, on the short stories front. And uh, I have another short story podcast to recommend for another day. But you did mention uh, the having someone read to you, having a calming effect. There's something else at the other end of the spectrum, which I imagine you'll be quite sceptical about, which I also think has quite a wonderful calming effect. And uh, while a lot of us have some time on our hands, might be worth investigating. I don't know, you're probably not big on the whole... Uh, wellness industry except maybe from a peripheral sort of skeptical standpoint yeah you've nailed me pretty much there yeah (laughs) i know you um but uh a friend of mine in a in a facebook group i'm in regularly goes to um sound baths gong baths basically and finds it really really calming and really um sorry restorative what is a gong bath um it is basically it's kind of like going to a yoga class, except instead of doing yoga, you have an instructor who will um, speak to you and sort of um, sound various gongs of different timbres and pitches uh, for an hour. And um, basically, you, you just relax and listen to these gongs. And there's something about the way you connect with the sound that's quite relaxing. This sounds like a parody of wellness. <laughs> Well, I can assure you, Nick Howard, it's not a parody. It's very real. And I'm really curious to try it because this person in this Facebook group, her teacher basically decided to put up some gong tracks online so that the people can listen at home. So there's a one hour gong track, which we're going to link to in the show notes, just up on Bandcamp for anyone that's curious. I find it really relaxing. I guess it's a little bit like uh, ASMR. You know, perhaps mm. it's kind of psychosomatic. But listen, we've got nothing better to do than sit and listen to a gong. If it helps me fall asleep, I'm all for it. OK, you are going to be listening to gongs. Do you have any other homework? Uh, other homework, yes. There is an amazing uh, writing podcast by a writing teacher and comedian called Tim Clare, which I've had open in a browser window for months and months and months and months intending to do. And now I can finally get into it. And it's brilliant. It's called the Couch to 80K Writing Bootcamp. And essentially, it's just a series of 20 minute podcasts. Uh, It goes on for eight weeks, six days a week. And uh, each section has 10 minutes of Tim talking to you, encouraging you, talking about writing, teachery stuff. And then he leaves a gap of 10 minutes in which you write. And he instructs you to do a different thing every day. And it's just all ridiculously simple, like, um, you know, no spoilers. But like the first day, he'll just say, make a list of character names. Just list as many names as you can think of. Use your imagination. 
or don't, whatever. And then you get to the, the end of the list of names and you just kind of, your gears are a little bit greased for more writing. I've never had aspirations to be a writer particularly, but it's just nice to have that little section of your brain opened up a little bit. And we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Absolutely. That ties into, I'm actually, uh, I'm planning, I'm hoping to get back into writing more for pleasure, partly by, I'm going to start keeping a bit of a diary, just a very short mm-hmm. diary, just of, you know, like thoughts, what's going on. Obviously, there's there's very little going on in terms of not going <laughs> out. But, you know, I'm still thinking stuff. I'm planning to be writing that down. I want to actually encourage, you know, those writing muscles, grease the gears, as you said. Also, I suppose looking ahead, there is a uh, a web provider um, for indie games called Itch.io. Basically, um, game designers have made um, little indie games, you know, like experiments or, or bigger projects, free or very, very cheap to help people stay sane in the crisis. I'm going to be dipping into those and, you know, seeing if there's any fun ideas or interesting concepts. Uh, so I'll be reporting back on those. And on Thursday at seven o'clock in the evening on YouTube for National Theatre, um, National Theatre run their monthly project, National Theatre Live, where you go to a cinema and you see a live production those obviously have been cancelled because of the current outbreak so instead they're putting shows up on youtube on thursdays seven o'clock this week is uh, one man two governors with james corden a farce i am skeptical i'm not big on farce but i'm willing to give it a go uh, so yeah that's what i'll be uh, doing this week and uh, before the next episode listen the whole world is a farce right now Get used to it. (laughs) Uh, We're ending on political commentary. (laughs) That wasn't necessarily political. I might have just been talking about my life. (laughs) (laughs) In that case, I'm bringing this swiftly to a close. So thank you for listening. This is Viral Culture. We'll be doing this twice weekly um, is the plan, going through some of the projects and materials that we found online that we've enjoyed or perhaps haven't enjoyed and also those that we're looking ahead to. Um, I'm Nick Howard. I'm Anne Frankenstein. Viral Culture is available on iTunes, Stitcher and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at Viral Culture Pod, where we'll also be gratefully receiving your feedback, praise, complaints and suggestions. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you later in the week.